your mark. Get set. Go! You are listening to Ken LaVica Live. What? Did we just become best friends? Yup. You want to go do karate in the garage? Yup. Turn it up. Turn it up. Now, live from the Anajar and Levine Accident Attorney Studios, it's Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 1063. Pardon me if this whole thing starts off a little disjointed, okay? But there are a million things happening right now, and I'm trying to wrap my mind around some of them. By the way, we're moments away from new FAU head coach Tom Herman joining us on this National Signing Day here on ESPN 106.3. Signing Day coverage all day here on ESPN 106.3. High school kids from all over Palm Beach County and the Treasure Coast making their college commitments, signing their letters of intent. So Tom Herman will join us. But we apparently at Wellington High School just had the head football coach one-up all of his players' commitments by announcing that he's he's leaving the school. Like, you mean, it, it sounds like, could we... Hmm, Tom Herman's going to be calling soon, but I almost feel like we should get Tyree Smith, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29 on the phone, Jeanette, because I don't want to misrepresent this, but if there was a high school football coach in this county who on a day where his kids are committing to to a school, signing their letters of intent, it's a ceremony for them, and he's walking up to the mic like, uh, is this thing on? Uh, I'm leaving. Bye. Like, you can't do that. Mic drop, like it's not your day. You, you can't do that, you, man. This is the one day it's not about you. What's this? Uh, right. Like, send out a press release or something on your iPhone notes or something. Stone, who is this guy? I can literally name drop right now. The head coach at Wellington. Yeah, we're, so the, we're breaking this news, right? Yeah. So breaking that, news presented by St. Lucie Battery and Tyra here on ESPN 106.3. Wellington High School, apparently, uh, their, their head coach, if we're getting our information correctly, um, he, 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 at the, the signing day ceremony, said, yeah, I'm gone later. Yeah, that's head coach Danny Mendoza okay. of the Wellington Wildcats. Let's get Tyree. See if we can get Tyree for just a couple of seconds. We don't need him. Tell him it'll be, it'll be real quick. I just want to make sure that we are, we are properly reporting this because I've never heard of anything like this it before. It is absolutely wild, and it's a lot to digest. Again, National Signing Day, high school seniors who've worked their tail off making one of the biggest decisions of their life. And the coach is just like, like you said, I'm out. Hello? <laughs> Excuse me, everybody. Please, please quiet down. Quiet I down. I have an announcement. <laughs> I'm out. Bye. Ooh, Bye. What in the hell? Uh, <laughs> so uh, we are in the Anna John Levine Accident Attorney Studios, downtown West Palm Beach, Phillips Point Towers, right off of the cloudy, comfortable intracoastal, Stone Labanowitz, Friday Night Lights, Radio Life Partner, Jeanette Javier, the Dominican Queen, here on this signing day Wednesday. Tyree Smith, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. Tyree, are you still at Wellington High School? I'm actually uh, at Vero Beach High School. Uh, I was just tweeting out a whole bunch of signings that Vero Beach have, and Drake Jacob, Kenzie Brown. Nathan Ewan and then Keyshawn Campbell. And, you know, Twitter fingers are moving right now. And, well, I saw the news. Um, so I'm not in Wellington for the madness right okay. now. No. Okay. All right. I just want to so, – so this guy this guy has stepped down, though, this Wellington High School yes. football coach. Danny Mendoza has stepped down from his position, yes. 
Now, do we know? Do we know how he did this? Do we know if he like stepped up to the microphone and uh, while kids are signing, made this announcement? Like how how did this whole? Do you know how this whole thing went down? The the whole thing went down from my from my understanding is that he posted it on Twitter. Okay, all right. So that's a much more respectable uh. way than all right because. I thought that he like walked up to the microphone and was like, uh, "Hey, before these kids sign, uh, I have an announcement to make," and totally one-upped all of his all of his guys. All right, all right. So Wellington High School, uh, the the story is Wellington High School on National Signing Day had their coach step down. It's still a little petty though because yeah. now there's whispers in the room. Now people are talking, and it ain't about the kids who just committed. Well, that's it's a good about point. The coach. He probably could have waited till I don't know tomorrow. Literally. Eight hours. Probably could have waited till tomorrow. I mean, are we off base with that, Tyree? Like that probably could have waited until tomorrow. Did they? They had kids signing right today. Uh, I I believe they have kids signing today, and it's even if they didn't have any kids signing today, you know, it's National Signing Day for all of these players in the Palm Beach County and Treasure Coast area. Oh, so crazy. I I I think you definitely should have waited until they had their shine. As a coach, this is what we do it. Do they do it for? You know, do they do it for the kids and stuff like that. So I think personally, he should have waited until, you know, Thursday or Friday to announce that he's leaving his high school. Interesting, interesting, interesting. All right, Tyree, thank you. Uh, enjoy the trip back down from uh, Vero Beach. Appreciate you, Tyree Smith, WPTV News Channel Five, WFLX Fox Twenty Nine. Um, we should we should uh, go ahead and just because I'm trying to I'm trying to Jeanette's right. If Wellington did have players signing today, it's still, even if he didn't do it at the ceremony, it's still not a great look, right? Yeah, so I, I, I'm well aware of the kids on Wellington's football team, and I couldn't imagine there's more than one or two kids signing. Mm-hmm. Not to big Division One schools. Um, they had one or two kids on our ESPN Top 63 list. Sure. One of them was a quarterback with no offers. So, yeah, he probably felt like, there's not enough news going around for these Wellington Wildcats. Like, I'm going to throw my name in the hat. It's National Sign Day. Let me get things going. I, I have to think he thought that selfishly. I was going to say, but that's, I feel like that's just as petty, too. I mean, it is just as petty, but it, it, and if you're in your own little bubble and nothing's going on at your school, yeah, I guess it would be the day to make that announcement if you're a crazy person. Yeah, I was going to say, that he, in his mind, he must be like, I'm going to step up for the team. Wellington's exactly. Wellington's going to be in the news because of my <laughs> resignation, not because of the hard work of other students. It's brutal stuff. It I, really, really is. I can't believe that. Um, do we want to call him? Do you have his number? I, I do have his number. Do you want to just text him and see if he wants to come on? And, and like, just explain the, why he's leaving Wellington? Yeah, no, well, yeah. I that's mean, probably exactly why he did it, though. Yeah. No, I don't know. I, no, no, no. I think, but, but it, it, we, we are dedicating uh, our coverage today to National Signing Day. So if a coach stepped away from his job on National Signing Day, it is National Signing Day news. So we should just talk to him about what led up to the decision to leave Wellington High School. All right. Like, that, and why specifically did he want to? Do it today of all days. Yeah, yeah. Not, yeah, yeah. I'm not going to mention national signing. No, yet, and I don't think we're like. We're, but we're, definitely like. Well, oh, why'd you choose today, to Yeah, and I don't think this is like. Uh, I don't think this is like. Oh, what were you thinking? Like, I just, I'm curious. I'm curious no, about it. the timing, and I'm curious about like what what led up to this. Uh, Ken Levick alive here on ESPN 106.3. Tom Herman will uh, will join us. FAU head football coach in just a couple of minutes here on ESPN 106.3. Uh, and th- it's wild. In what's been a completely wild morning, uh, there are people getting punked all over the place right now. I mean, it is total prime punked paradise right now in sports. So let me explain. Uh, Stone, if we could, um, 
247, please. Cormani McLean. Uh, Jeanette, I don't expect you to know who he is. I don't. Okay. He is a five-star corner out of Miami. Okay. Wrightstone, five-star. No, or, or Lakeland. 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 He's Lakeland. Five-star corner out of Still Lakeland. Close. He was committed to Florida several weeks ago, flipped from his Florida commitment and shocked everybody. This came out of nowhere and committed to Miami. Okay. Wow. Okay. So, so we get to today's National Signing Day. And Stone, how would you best describe Miami's incoming class, the Canes' incoming class to, to Jeanette? God, it's alpha. Yeah, it's really? like sick. Alpha, so it's top three in the country right now. There are, I believe, four or, or two five-stars uh, committed at the offensive line. Love to hear it. There are a handful of four-stars. It, it's a number three class in the country right now. Like, they are thriving. They are picking up kids left and right. They are flipping kids from playoff. Love schools it. like Michigan and whatnot. Mario Cristobal has got it going on right now. I was right going to say, wasn't that part of the allure of bringing him to Yes, it was. Uh, this is what you like, got Mario Cristobal get for. Get the last season out of your mind. What yeah. he's doing right now like, is a testimony of why UM brought him. Yeah. The best schools in Broward and Dade County, a lot of those kids have been going to Nick Saban, have been going to like Ryan Day and whatnot. But they've been committing this class right here to Mario Cristobal Having the season that they had, it's it's big time stuff for Mario. So a awesome. big a big part awesome. of this recruiting class is Cormani McLean, and I mean it's big time bragging rights. Hey Billy Napier, <laughs> we punked you, bro. We punked you. But then it gets to don't today. even leave Billy. Leave uh, throw Nick Saban into the yeah. Mix. Nick Saban like, punked like, you all exactly because Alabama was in on him. That's that's a move. Yeah. Yeah, to yeah, say you did that, that's a move. But the last couple of weeks, like other than than playing for a state championship, Cormani McLean has been like off the radar. He hasn't been showing up for recruiting visits. He hasn't been contacting anybody who's Stop. reached out to him. No. He was supposed to go to Miami last week for an official visit. And then didn't didn't he show did. up. So didn't show up. Andrew Ivins, by the way, former classmate of yeah, yours we at together. FAU. Andrew we Ivins, who is a recruiting analyst at 247, he was on 247 to, to break news earlier today. Here is Andrew Ivins with the story of Cormani McLean. Listen closely. I'm tossing it back to you. All right, thank you guys. We told you we were keeping an eye on what was happening with Cormani McLean. We thought perhaps he was asleep. His mother, though, very much awake. What is she saying, Andrew? Yeah, she just tweeted out that they are not signing today. Uh-oh. So wow. we'll see if things change, but that is a certainly interesting development that I don't think we saw coming into the day, but now that we, I sit here and think about it, not super surprising, right? This recruitment has been, again, all over the place. You know, Kermani was going to visit Alabama multiple times, didn't end up getting on the flight. We thought he was going to go to Florida uh, for multiple games, never did that. We thought he was going to visit Miami this past weekend, didn't do that. So it's, it's been wishy-washy. Mm -hmm. And having covered that commitment in Lakeland, when again, when he announced to Miami, I thought it was a joke, right? <laughs> we were so dead set on him picking the University of Florida. You know, I, I asked contacts in Miami's building, 30 minutes before, hey, is, is he going to pick? I mean, I should I be prepared for a surprise radio silence, right? Next thing you know, he announces for the Hurricanes. And I had him actually redo the hat ceremony because our, our cameras weren't even rolling. Wait, that's so, a thing? Interesting, to say the least. And if you look at it from Miami, big picture-wise, I mean, they have lost a ton in the transfer portal. Cristobal's trying to flip that roster. Cormani's a guy that they probably need on the field in 2023, so... We'll see what happens. I've got a few text messages from different college contacts about this situation. You know, IL is certainly a factor with Cormani McLean. You start wondering, hey, 
some conversations been had behind the scenes with the powers that be, and maybe not everyone's on the same page, or, or maybe there's some leverage, you know. Again, this is like free agency in some sense, okay? There's no salary cap. So, uh, it is, it, it, he's he's basically, he's ghosted. But he's ghosted Mario, he's ghosted Nick Saban, he's ghosted all these guys, man. And I have a question. Yeah? Would you want to recruit a guy like that? That's interesting. It, that is I mean, it's a little question. red flaggy, right? A little red flaggy. Because it, if, if you were to put that scenario in any part of life, no, you don't talk to that Sure, human. but he's a day one starter. Yeah. Anywhere know, he goes. But like, but and on. also, he's 17 years look. old. Like, I was <laughs> I was wishy-washy, too, at 17 years old. Yeah, this, this is why is, it's so uncomfortable. Yeah, but this is, again, one of the biggest decisions of uh, your life. Well, you are setting yourself up at, for a D1 football program. You're asking the right question. Yeah, you are asking the right question. But again, at 17, I was a pile of crap. I was a pile of crap. And this guy is much more advanced than I was and has accomplished more than I have in my entire life. So and maybe we can be patient with him, right? Yeah, but you saw me at my heyday in college. <laughs> okay? heyday. I was a pile of crap <laughs> to people in my party lifestyle, but I was never a pile of crap in my work. Oh, man, that is so funny. Um, uh, by the way, she was a pile of crap at Florida Atlantic, and she's a proud grad of FAU, this Jeanette Go Javier. Uh, so joining us now is the new head football coach at FAU, Tom Herman, making his return to Ken Levick Alive. And, uh, Coach, uh, National Signing Day, and you basically took the job, and it was, hey, Coach, all right, let's start recruiting and get a class put together. What in the world have the last two and a half weeks been like for you and and the the number of coaching staff uh, members that, that you have at your disposal? What is How urgent, how crazy have the last two weeks been? Well, I, I appreciate you guys having me. Yeah, it's been uh, a whirlwind to say the least, for sure. So um, it, it's been a, a wild two and a half weeks. I hadn't seen my family. Um, I'm scheduled to catch a flight later tonight to go back to Austin to see my wife and kids. But, um, yeah, it it was crazy. But, you know, the previous staff had done a great job of getting guys committed, guys that we wanted. And, you know, I, I'm i not, uh, you know, we, we, we've taken over uh, jobs a couple different times. And, uh, you know, we're always going to honor the the commitments uh, of, of young men that, that want to come play and get a degree from Florida Atlantic. And that, that, was a no brainer. So, uh, it, it hasn't been, uh, extremely eventful other than, uh, me being on the road, uh, you know, for the last couple of weeks, uh, going from here to there and everywhere. But, uh, we're, we're really excited about the guys we signed today. What is that conversation like when when you're walking into a living room or talking on the phone with uh, with a young man and uh, you know obviously he's been recruited to FAU but you walk in and haven't introduced yourself and saying hey I'm Coach Herman nice to meet you like how how it's it's basically like sort of a blind date I feel like at that point how how crazy is that sort of scenario and and how do you handle that? It is a little bit, but I, I think, you know, having the, the track record that, that we have uh, kind of forged a, a little bit of uh, blind trust, if you will, sure. in a lot of the guys that were already committed, and, and it was not as dramatic maybe as, 
as you would think. Uh, here with Tom Herman, FAU head football coach, as you have your signing day, your LOIs coming into Boca Raton. So uh, of this class, of the guys who have sent in their LOIs, it looks like you, you've got a, a three-star quarterback and you've got some speed coming in from St. Thomas Aquinas. How are you feeling overall on short notice about how this has all come together the last couple of weeks? feel great. You know, honestly, the, the needs were addressed. Obviously, we, we, we need to address some more in February and uh, through the transfer portal. But uh, we, we feel incredible about the, you know, the, the numbers, if you will, and, and where they, they fit in our, our scholarship count. Uh, I, I wanted to ask you with Nikosi Perry, he, is, uh, he has exhausted his eligibility, and uh, I know what you have in that quarterback room. Do you, do you feel comfortable with what you have, or are you uh, possibly picking through the transfer portal to try and find an option at quarterback? We've told the quarterbacks that are here that we, we are looking at transfer quarterbacks, but one of the really good things about uh, a coaching change is the the slate is wiped clean. Um, You know, and who wouldn't want to play in paradise here in Boca Raton? And, uh, you know, it's um, unbelievable place and and set up here at, at FAU. But as far as the quarterback position is concerned, you know, it's going to be like any other position that we have on the field. There are no starters. I don't, I've been telling guys, I don't care if you're a five star, a no star, a transfer, a walk on. It doesn't matter at this point. The the slate is wiped clean and you're going to have every opportunity in January and February in winter conditioning and then also in spring practice to to prove yourself and that's all i think any young man could ask for there's now the the early signing day and then there's still the spring signing day and you've experienced it from both sides whether it was at houston group of five whether it was texas power five now at fau back to group of five uh is the december signing day more beneficial for a school like fau or more beneficial for a school like texas Wow. Um, I, I don't know. I, I, I think it's probably, I think it's probably just how the, the cookie crumbles a little bit, yeah, sure, you know, sure. like I, I, I think each year it could be different for each school, but uh, I'm happy that, that the NCAA has given uh, young men and, and uh, you know, football players in general, the opportunity to sign when they want to sign. And, uh, you know, I I do know that young men are are graduating early uh, at times too and and have the ability to enroll early. And so, you know, I I think it's a case-by-case basis probably and and year-by-year basis too. Here with Tom Herman, FAU head football coach. Uh, I don't know if you've gotten this yet, um, but uh, you, you spent last year on TV, and I got to say, coach, like your TV look is phenomenal. But I've had a number of people who have said, 
is that really Tom Herman? It doesn't look like anything like Tom Herman from the last time I saw him on the college football sideline. He's got the TV haircut. He looks spelt. He looks good. Um, uh, my question is, how much weight from the time, and I, I mean this in all, all uh, respect, and it, you look fantastic, but from the time you left Texas to the time you've taken over the FAU job, how much weight did Tom Herman lose? Uh, right around 30 pounds. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And, and, but uh, to be honest with you, my mom called me, uh, <laughs> you know, after the, the press conference, uh-huh. she said, you look sick. And I, <laughs> you know, typical Italian mom. Uh, but, uh, I, I probably need to gain about, about 10 more pounds and, and I need to start working out again. I, I had my, my knee replaced in April, oh. uh, you know, so that took a little time and, and effort off of my, my workout routine. But, yeah, I, I think, you know, starting in January, that, that'll definitely be a New Year's resolution for me to to gain about 10, 10 of those pounds back. <laughs> uh, I'm sure spring ball will probably help that as well and uh, help the uh, the 5 o'clock shadow come back a little bit as well. But, no, it uh, and and uh, it's funny you mentioned that about your mom because Howard Schnellenberger, of all people, did the same thing to me like eight years ago when I spent a summer losing weight and then went into his office for the first time and he goes, are you ill? All right, thanks, Coach. Appreciate that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, so going back, you're going to go back, see your family. What about uh, relocating? down here to South Florida. How's that process going for you and the Herman family as a whole? Uh, going well. Going well. You know, we, we, we haven't had a, a whole lot of opportunity to, to do it live and in person. <laughs> <laughs> you know, my, uh, thank God for Zillow. But uh, <laughs> uh, my, my, my two sons will, will probably finish the spring semester uh, in Austin, and then we'll, we'll get them here. But I'm going to go back for a week, and then uh, Michelle and, and the two boys, my daughter's in college, so we, we really don't have to worry about Priya a whole lot. But, yeah. um, you, you know, my, my wife and two boys will come down here for a week, and we'll, we'll, we'll start looking for neighborhoods and schools and, and all that good stuff. Coach, thank you again for the time. Really appreciate it. I'm sure I'll talk to you again soon in my uh, my FAU capacity. I appreciate you hanging out again in my uh, my ESPN capacity, and we'll uh, uh, we'll we'll talk after you get back from Austin. Okay, thank you. All right, thanks, guys. Go out. That is FAU head coach Tom Herman after his first signing it class. Uh, at least. This portion of the signing class uh, sending in their letters of intent today on this National Signing Day. Of course, there may be more uh, coming in the spring. And I think important of note there is that he definitely gave the indication that they're going to be probing a bit in the transfer portal for a quarterback and a replacement to Nicosi Perry. I think that's probably the most notable thing other than his mom asking him if he was sick. Yeah, the short answer was more daunting for the quarterbacks in that room yeah, already. Yeah, it kind of felt like it. Just the fact that he kept it down to 10 seconds basically means, yeah, we're shopping. But but it's not surprising. I at mean, all. you brought in a freshman. You've got Michael Johnson, a transfer out of Penn State, that has seen no action in his three years at FAU. So it's not surprising that, that Tom Herman and FAU would go into the portal for a quarterback. I kind of respect that, too, because I feel like a lot of coaches want to give the respect. To them, like, hey, yeah, I got you, but just an FYI, somewhat, the somewhat, absolutely. But if he came out and he <sighs> said, hey, like, be prepared, like, we're we're probably going to be looking for a quarterback, but hey, it's a clean slate, like he said, and he's right, he's right. Like, There's very of, little offensive staff remaining. I feel like many coaches wouldn't do that. 
Yeah, you, you got to catch the vibe early on, but the I wouldn't say the problem is, but Tom has the kids in the room right now, including Michael Johnson, the Penn State transfer that Ken just mentioned. Like Herman has access to all of the tape, all of the practice tape that he's had throughout the mm-hmm. years. So if it hasn't been good, then you know yourself it's time to hit the transfer portal and get out of here because he's going to bring in a big dog. Also, Tom Herman's a big dog. He can go grab a big-time That's quarterback true. That's the out thing. of the transfer portal. That's the thing, too. Like, How awesome is it at a place like FAU where you've got Tom Herman pressing the buttons in the transfer portal for yes. a quarterback? That is um, what a novelty, then. <laughs> There's so much going on with the FAU football program, and I'm now biasly talking as a proud FAU alum. There's so like there's a certain air of excitement, mm-hmm. especially what's going off with the, with the basketball team, and now you have kind of this... There's so much new. It's like a new energy coming into the football program, and yeah. I'm here for it. I, I will be honest. Being at the Boca Raton Bowl last night, I, was, I just kept thinking to myself, how is it possible FAU isn't in a bowl game every single year? Why is this a thing where, once again, I have not called an FAU game in <laughs> December uh, in, in three years? How is that possible? How is that possible? Well, so this feels like... It's, it's, it's trending the right direction. Hope you go to FAU. the Bahamas Bowl, Ken. <laughs> that, actually, that's funny you mentioned that because that would have been, if FAU won that last game against Western Kentucky, where FAU would have gone Ugh. was the Bahamas Bowl. It would have gone with you. Yeah. Where? Know, so. Where are you going to fit? Was it to be? What are you talking about? I would have been his assistant. We could have eaten some conk. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Could have. Mm-hmm. Nice rum. Till next time. Till next time. There was a, a bunch of FAU basketball players at the Boca Raton Bowl last night. I was like, hey, what grade are you guys in? And they said freshman, and I figured they might have not known Ken, right? Still some young bucks, so I didn't even name drop. But I was going to. Oh. <laughs> I was awesome. going to. There would have been a time where I would have been the name drop. Yeah, that's true. And Jeanette, mm-hmm. uh, back in the day, had uh, she was friendly with the uh, FAU basketball we team. We were best friends. Uh-huh. Um, when we come back, we'll continue to talk about uh, being punked. We're going to refresh this Cormani McLean. Has the uh, this McC- uh, Cormani McLean story with Miami and maybe Colorado and Deion Sanders is involved now because, of course. Um, uh, but also, uh, this Wellington coach, did he get back to you? At all? Or, I guess, former head coach now? He's ghosting me. No text back. All right. Well, apparently... Apparently, on National Signing Day, a local high school football coach uh, resigned as head coach at Wellington. It's so we're just all, trying to get him on the phone. Today has been a very petty day. We're trying to get him. We're trying to get the man on the phone because I also want to know. We need to find out from our TV team as well if they did have players signing today. If there was actually a ceremony at Wellington High School, because that, uh, if there was, and he chose today to step down. And I, I, I just, I want to ask him why. Like, why? If not, it's a little bit different. If not, it's a little bit, you fine. No, I Resign still don't think it's National Signing Day. It is Palm Beach County's. It is high school seniors. I see what you're saying. I see what you're of, saying. Like, all their hard work, they're showing it off and proudly signing papers. I, I, and the I, next step in their career, and this coach that people will obviously for probably forget about in a couple of years if he doesn't find a new job, decided to take their... Away? I, I see I what you're so. saying. I see. How long was he the head coach at Wellington, by the way? Not very long at all. No? Yeah, he took over. Uh, God, I, I, I don't want to be wrong here. Did he replace Tom Abel? Yeah, I, I would have to say it's been two or three years maybe. Two or three seasons. Not long at all. Uh, we'll come back. Uh, National Signing Day, but also uh, it's not just college coaches getting punked. 
It is entire baseball fan base is getting punked. It's the New York Yankees getting punked. Everybody's getting punked today. If you're experiencing foot and ankle pain, you need to see an expert in the field. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care has a team of foot and ankle orthopedic surgeons and specialists who are regarded as leaders in their specialty. Visit baptisthealth.net slash ortho to learn more today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care combines its resources of experienced physicians, leading edge treatments, and technology to provide advanced orthopedic, foot and ankle, joint replacement, spine, and sports medicine care. Visit baptisthealth.net slash ortho for more information today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care has offices conveniently located in Palm Beach County through the Florida Keys. Learn more by visiting baptisthealth.net slash ortho. And when it comes to Cromani McLean, what Jeanette was talking about, how this is not a good look. This is not a good look on the kid. I do think that's something worth diving into. We'll come back. We'll talk more about all of this. National Signing Day. We are straight through National Signing Day until 6 o'clock tonight. We are your place for the latest in National Signing Day news in Palm Beach County and the Treasure Coast and already broke some. Wellington High School apparently going to have a new head football coach with Danny Mendoza resigning on National Signing Day. She's Jeanette Javier, the Dominican Queen. I'm Ken Levicka. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach. You are listening to Ken LaBecca Live on ESPN 106.3. National Signing Day. Canes fans, if you were pumped about Cormani McClain signing today, no. Not so much. No. His mom tweeted, nope, nope, nope. Sorry for the miscommunication or the inconvenience. Cormani's not signing today. Thanks, Mom. Yeah, I appreciate you, Mom. By the way, can we go back to Andrew Ivins 247? The way he framed, or the way two not he, but the way 247 framed this whole thing made Cromani McLean sound real bad. Like starting with, oh, we were just wondering if he was sleeping, but his mom weighed in, said he's not signing today. Like, what is that all about? Here's here's the way that 247 reported Cromani McLean not signing to Miami today. Very much awake. What is she saying? Andrew? Yeah, she just tweeted like, out. I don't. That I don't understand. Let's go from the beginning, it. right? From the the very beginning. What What is the point of the woman? Like, listen to what she asks. We got Cormani McLean news. Emily, I'm tossing it back to you. All right, thank you guys. We told you we were keeping an eye on what was happening with Cormani McLean. We thought perhaps he was asleep. His mother, like, though, very much anything? awake. What, what is, is she saying? What does that yeah, have to do with anything? We thought maybe he was asleep. Was he supposed to sign this morning? So. Yeah, that was the intent. So, but he's she's insinuating maybe he overslept. He's been committed for two months. Yeah, no. So it was kind of like, hey, he's sleeping. Like we're not doing this today. Like we're not signing today, guys. Or Sorry. it was our faxes coming in late because he didn't wake up. Either way, it was just weird. Like it was meant to like make Cormani McLean look bad. Tr- trust me, if his fax was coming in today, we would know. All right, it'd be the third five. Does star. Does he even know what a fax is? That'd be the third five star of the class that would move them into. Which are already three that would move them into that two spot. The only time fax machines are still used is National Signing Day. <laughs> That's a fact. Yeah. And doctors. And yes, and and doctors. Uh, college football coaches and doctors. Exactly. Yep. Ken Levick alive here on ESPN 106.3. Uh, so Carmani McLean, uh, it, it's sort of Mario Cristobal got a bit punked, right? Like Carmani McLean, and it's still the strong Canes class. Like they've gotten some dudes that have signed today, right? But Cromani McLean not showing up to a Miami visit this past weekend and then not signing today, and his mom makes the announcement. Like, if you're Mario Cristobal, you're probably feeling a bit punked by by Carmani, right? 
I, in a sense, but at the same time, no, you can just look at Cormani as the punk in this situation. I see. I, I don't like. I'm th- with Stone on that. I don't that. like 100%. that though. Like this dude, he's 17, 18 years old. Not all right. Not- but we have a 17-year-old who's shopping for the biggest bag. Is that a- what's happening, though? Do you know he's shopping around for NIL? I think 100% that's what's going on. When you're down to Alabama, Miami, the Florida Gators, and you're the number one recruit in the class, yeah, at this point, and Dion's getting involved, and you want to see so how much cash Dion's throwing around, yeah, you're shopping. 247 is reporting that Dion Sanders has contacted the McLean family, and that might be the holdup with the signing in Miami, that Colorado's coming in hot. Well, Dion's coming in hot. He posted on Cormani's. Uh, he commented on Cormani's Instagram page too. Really? Yeah. He uh, said, "Dion getting in those menchies." I ain't hard to find. That's what he said. What did he Dion, say? I ain't hard to find. <laughs> Dion, dude. Dion, dude. And at this point, Cormani's <laughs> like, "Hey, if you're not hard to find, you know what we're talking about." All right. You know what's that price? But again, like I understand. But does that make him a punk? Because he's trying to get his back. I, I hear you on that. I do hear you. I on get that. both sides, but for me, there is something. Congrats to him on busting his ass to have the opportunity to go between Alabama, UM, now Dion, and Colorado. He's a program changer. For sure. But at the same time, I do believe that there's a sense of ego about it, too. You have an amazing opportunity. As there should be. Being a, a, yeah, but not to the point where you're ghosting everybody. (laughs) But think about it. If this is a life-changing decision, and this is the problem with an early signing day in December. Honestly, who are you to ghost Nick Saban and Mario Cristobal? He's a. I don't know. They've a, been trying to kiss his ass, so I. That's leverage, man. Sure. I'd do it. I wanted to say this earlier. If I were to give him a percent on the chances of him going to the NFL, I'd give him a seventy percent. So at this point, they are kissing now? his ass because he will play two, maybe three years at one of these schools, and then immediately. But go it, to the so draft. if that's the case, if if you think he has a seventy percent chance of going to the NFL, like where if you were to choose between Miami, Alabama, and Colorado for Carmani McLean. You've got all this natural talent. Like obviously, I think we'd pick Alabama as the place if you want to get to the NFL. For sure, that's where you go. Yeah, because he's a starter, right? You'd be a starter. A day one. Okay. At Alabama, think about that. Day and one. Alabama yeah. just creates pros, right? But if he's so naturally talented, like that gifted, does he have to go to Alabama to get his NFL shot? Very well put. That is the question that he's asking. It doesn't matter. That's why we saw Travis Hunter dip on Florida State and go to Jackson State because it doesn't matter where he's at. Eventually, he's going to be in the National Football League. So, yeah, it's do, do you want to be a legend and create a legacy and build this Miami program back up to the top and be the leader of that, per se, with a really okay. good, good class? Okay. Or do you want to get coached by one of the best secondary coaches in the history of the sport, Nick Saban, and go to Alabama? Do you want to go be a part of the Dion show and go to Dion? You're shopping at this point. Or He's do you fake. just want to make a bunch of money? Or do you want to make a m- bunch of money quick, knowing you're already going to the NFL and that million-dollar tag? But then you would go to Alabama still. Or, well, I guess Miami. Miami. Or, or Miami. Yeah. And be a part of something epic. Old Johnny Mi- R signing those checks. Miami <laughs> has a lot of money. That's interesting. That is super. Like, Carmody McLean is fascinating to me. Like, fascinating to me because... There are so many different ways to look at it. But that's why I don't like characterizing, like, oh, this kid kind of being a punk right now. Yeah, sure, he's being kind of a punk. What 17-year-old kid isn't a punk? And when you're that good, that talented, why wouldn't you Why wouldn't you shop around a little bit? But, but if he's that talented, and Stone, you're saying he's day one, right? He is a day one guy. Yes, sir. A day one guy. In Alabama. Which At Alabama, something. he'd be a day one guy. So you can either – he's got a choice between legacy – being a part of the U legacy, 
He has an opportunity to play for the greatest coach in the history of college football in Nick Saban. Or he has a chance to play for arguably the greatest corner, and he is a corner, the greatest corner yep. that has ever played in football history in Deion Sanders at Colorado. You know he's and using that be a part too. of the the revolutionary, never seen before Deion show that's there in Boulder. Like they, they, so, all right. So it's down to legacy, uh, legacy, greatness, notoriety. Clout. Yeah. Which Legacy, greatness, clout. Which one are you picking if you're Cormani McLean? And bag. Legacy, greatness, clout, and the bag. Those are the fourth. Hold on. Let me write those down so I don't forget them. Cormani McLean, it comes down to legacy, greatness, clout, and the bag. So those four things. That's our checklist. What's the school Cormani McLean should choose? Like legacy, Miami, I suppose. Yes. Yes. Alabama can make Stone it. Yes. Framed it. Yes. You go in, you're going to change the program under Mario's name, which they need yeah. to change right now. Be part of the be and part of the U, Ray, Ray Lewis and Ed Reed. And it all would that be stuff. something UM fans look back at. What was the time that changed UM football when we brought Cromani and he worked with Mario? Greatest coach of all time, Nick Saban. You're going to be a pro. You're going to the draft. You're going to be a first rounder, undoubtedly, if you go to play at Alabama. People right? literally dream of that. The clout. Like, that's Dion. Dion, you know that Cromani McLean, Travis Hunter, they're going to be all over his Instagram. They're going to be on well off productions. They're going to be doing that entire thing, right? Corner yes. to corner. Like, it's. Yeah, 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 exactly. My protege. And in this sense, I think clout and legacy go hand in hand because if you are a part of the Dion show and it works out, right, and you go to a Pac 12 championship game, if you go to a bowl game and leave in two years, you'll never be forgotten. Whatever documentary they do at Colorado, he's up front. He's on the, the first episode, and he's on the last episode, and he's the main character of that show. But then there's the back, and Alabama, per 247, hands out the most NIL money of any program in the country. But you got Big Pockets Ruiz down there in Coral Gables. Um, uh, when he's not trolling other fan bases on Twitter, he's writing checks uh, with Life Wallet uh, that, 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 that's helping to fund these kids. Uh, and, and we don't know Dion's NIL capabilities yet, but I have to imagine at some point it's going to be strong, right? Strong, strong. For sure. The hype's already there. Yeah, this is next-level leverage that we're seeing but from a teenager. Th- but this is what I'm saying, though. Why wouldn't that teenager? Is it a little bit shady the way it's gone about where you don't hear from him? <laughs> he doesn't show up to a, to, to visits. Uh, he's ghosting Saban, and then his mom tweets, up. Oh, no signing today. Is that shady? Sure. But is it wrong for him to throw some clout around and some leverage around? No way. Because comes I, a point, though. That's why not is, wrong. Why is your mom making the announcement that you're not saying? Why couldn't you be a man and do it? Because that's mom. That's his mom. He's still a kid. He's 17, 18 years old. That's, that, but that's your decision as a child. Hey, but, but it's not. You don't know better. I, if I was 17 years old and I, I had to announce something uncomfortable and people are depending on me and I'm just not ready to do something, I would certainly put my mom. I'd put Please. Joyce out yeah. front and say, and by the way, happy birthday, Joyce LaVica. Happy oh, birthday. Happy mom birthday. No, my mom is the complete opposite. My mom is like, this is your decision. This, Handle it I yourself. don't want to do anything. Yeah. You you are creating you are creating the drama. You got to go through it. But as a teenager, you're, he's not willing to comprehend that. Hey, we have leverage here. Like John Ruiz, the Miami booster, is willing to probably up that check a million dollars, a couple hundred thousand. If we get Dion in the mix, if we throw Dion's name in there, is Ruiz going to pump up this check? Is Saban going to get involved? And some of these boosters going to help you out for the Crimson Tide? It's, it, it's gnarly stuff. I don't know, but think about this though too. Proud young. Black man going to play for one of the few black coaches left in Division One.
college football, a man who's trying to revolutionize the sport, that in and of itself, there's some allure there as well. For sure. There's definitely some allure there as well. Um, Mr. Bill 11 on Twitter, he said, like, let's not forget that some of these kids, their parents grow up idolizing prime Deion Sanders. Like, don't think that that doesn't come into play. Oh, man, like, he, he was the epitome of swag. Yeah, the Dion influence, I think, on people of a certain age is strong. For so sure. So I don't know. I, I, I don't, but I, I just, I don't want to undercut this kid. And like, I think it's easy for us on a national signing day when a kid's wavering or a kid flips or a, a kid like today with Carmani McClain uh, says, I'm not ready. I'm not ready. And yeah, it's sketchy the way he's behaved the last couple of weeks. But to, to just outright say, ah, uh, this kid, uh, what a what a fool! I like, got oh, what a punk! I I don't like that because again, when I was seventeen, and nobody was pining for me for anything at age seventeen. Okay, <laughs> so I have no idea what it's like to be Carmani McLean, but I know that I would be sketchy and shady and unreliable as well in every walk of life at age 17. I know I would because I was. And I love that from you. What if this kid is really going through it right now? What if he actually doesn't know what he wants to do, where he wants to go, who he wants to partner up with? But what I'm curious, when it comes to being a coach now and someone who's trying to recruit him, do you look at his behavior the last couple of weeks where he's skipping out on visits, he's not returning messages, everything laid out by 247? Is that a red flag? I think it is, absolutely. Says a lot about character. I don't know. I don't know. And and I think there are a lot of people in the football world that would agree with you and a lot of fans that would agree with you. But maybe my flaw is that I'm way too willing to give benefit of the doubt to to high schoolers. I'm not in the recruiting game. I just call the games, man. Yeah, in a day and age where we call this a teenager's biggest decision of their life, you got to respect him wavering. You got to show him some of that respect. Yes, but to a point. Not to a point, but this but is to, to a point. This you is, cap it when you start ghosting. But this these is big name coaches. This is to Ken's point. This is early signing day. This is what we call today early signing day. It's early for a reason. He's not ready. He's not ready. Do you think it's disrespectful to Miami? Do you think it's disrespectful to Miami that he didn't he didn't sign a day? I think, especially after not showing up to the visit. I think not showing up to the visit, it, posting it, throwing to you after winning the state championship. Yeah, he ro- did do that, which and, was just a couple days ago. That was dis- that's disrespectful. And he was rocking the Miami gloves. No, I don't think it's disrespectful to Miami because the class is already really strong. Now, if he was the front runner of that class and he was the only reason that this but, fan base had any hope, yeah, it'd be a little disrespectful. But there's two five stars on. They're bringing in left and right four stars. Like this class is top five in the they're country. They're top five right without now. him. Right? Without him. Yeah. Yeah, I still think it's disrespectful from like person to person, mano to mano, you thing situation. You you're putting bloated. a lot. You're putting a lot on a child. Well, sir, he's in a big position. You have to step up to the game. Sure. Um, let's go to Nana Crystal. Nana Crystal joins us here on Ken Levick Alive. What's up, Nana Crystal? Man, Ken, people who haven't been through this have no idea. Yeah. My grandson was very, very, very highly recruited out of South Florida. I will not say his name because I don't want anybody to know about it. Yeah, sure. But anyway, there are things that these coaches do that you have no idea. Yeah. Yeah. They 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 do things, they try to date the mother to see if that'll help influence you don't have no idea the stuff that goes on in this business. And so a child has a lot of things to deal with when going through this. And one of the things, there's so many things they have to 
discover, you know, and pay attention to because go over the history of not just because his name is Nick Saban, but look at the kids that come out of there, even though they do go to the NFL. How come they're so injury prone? How things change when you get there? Everybody's on your, you know. Yeah, sure. Sure. Jock or whatever you want to say now. But when you get to the school, you become one of. Mm-hmm. Can you handle that? Right. Right. You're, everybody's a star. Everybody's a five star, whatever, when you get there. And all that flirting and courting stops yeah. when you get to the school. Yeah. So you have to know, is your, and then you also have to know the personality of the coach. Does your personality deal with, can you deal with a hollering coach? Can you deal with a coach that you're just a number and you don't have a name? You know, you got to check all that stuff out before you go. Yep, absolutely. absolutely. It's not very easy. No. It's it, very hard. It's extremely hard, and it's pressure-packed. And appreciate the call, Nana Crystal. No, absolutely. This is why I don't like the December signing day, though. Because Carmani McLean would still have, now that his high school football season is over, he would have, what, like six weeks before yes, he would. actual signing day to figure it out. To decompress. Like he's coming right off of his high school football season where they won a state championship, by the way. So he's dealing with that. And then he's got Cristobal saying, hey, come down to Miami. Or Saban saying, hey, flying to Tuscaloosa. All right, that's not easy. It's not easy at all. And after he won that state championship game, there was a clip of him that went viral of him waving goodbye to the fans of the other team and the other team. And he's so in the spotlight, Jeanette. And you talk about kind of judging a 17-year-old kid that that clip went viral and they started to deem him having attitude problems, right? And behavioral issues. And that's just because he was unfair, waving goodbye. No, it's no, just unfair. So doing, I, I, I think I, that's unfair. That's just a guy enjoying his moment that yeah. he absolutely deserved. Just There's a, a difference. Yeah. yeah, but a lot of people were calling him the P word, the punk for stuff like no, that. No, 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 no. That stuff, and, have fun, enjoy, that's your moment. And with what you're saying, you would parlay that with not showing up on your official visit. Well, you no, schedule. because that involves other people, though. But Stone, Stone, Stone's the one who called him a punk, though. Yeah. Or said it was a punk move. Yeah. Like, so he's trying to project that onto you. You've Typical said you think Stone. there's character issues, and you've said that, but Stone also said it might be a punk move on his part. I just think, I wouldn't blame Mario Cristobal for feeling punked today, but again, I have a hard time going to that place when the kids, he's not even 18 yet, right? He's still 17? Yeah, I'm not, I'm not too sure. Fine, we'll say 17, 18. We'll, yeah. we'll look it up, and, but... But, uh, I mean, it is bold to, uh, sorry, Nick, I'm not coming. Sorry, Nick Saban. Sorry, greatest of all time. I'm not going to pop in. Uh, Mario, uh, I'm not going to come in this weekend. Nope, 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 not going to happen. And then, Mom, I'm not going to. But, again, the 247 clip, like, it's just so, like, dismissive of Cormani McLean, where they're like, oh, we thought maybe he slept in. Maybe he was sleeping. Like, that, that. (laughs) <laughs> the context of that sounds like they're trying to be like, oh, lazy kid, lazy kid, uh, undependable kid. And maybe he is, but that's not for them to project. I don't know. I think we're just going down a slippery slope if we're like, oh, punk move, punk move. Because, man, that dude might be overwhelmed. He might be overwhelmed. Damon's in Delray. What's up, Damon? Hey, what's up, buddy? That that lady that called in a couple before me, mm-hmm. she was right on the head, by the way. Yep. That lady knows what she's talking about. Um my opinion, Ken, just real quick, is I don't know the kid's situation, but as long as you're in a major conference going against top-notch competition, you know, the scouts, they don't care what school you go to. I mean, yes, Alabama is, you know, a football factory, but the money, the bag, as you put it, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, 
that that can make a big difference in a kid like that's life. You know, I mean, a seven figure check can be life changing, and I think that's you know that's fair for these kids to look at that. How you know they need to, if they can get paid by one school a lot more than another, God bless them, take it. Yeah. The, the way I look at this and appreciate the call, Damon, you've got a guy in Carlos Correa, okay, who was literally like six seconds away from having a press conference mm-hmm. to be introduced by the San Francisco Giants. And what did he do? He, in the spirit of National Signing Day, decommitted on signing day, Who's on there? introduction day <laughs> to the Giants, and he chased the bag to go to play for the Mets. He went across the entire damn country and chased the bag to be a part of the Mets, okay? So if Carlos Correa can do it, why can't 17-year-old Carmody McLean do it? And we don't even know if he's chasing the bag. I mean, you have to assume in this era that that's probably part of it. But, man, Carlos Correa just did the same thing. He just did the same thing, and they got a press conference scheduled to introduce him. Like, that's the same thing. No one's calling Carlos Correa punk. I was just saying, we commend him for that move. Yeah, like, bro, it's free market. Capitalism. Capitalistic market. Hey, man, capitalism, Major League Baseball. It's what you do. It's America. Chase the dream. Like, that's what we're doing. Mm. We'll be, like, again, oh, 17 Was he flirting with the Mets while he was trying to sign with the Giants? Well, certainly because seems like it. So that's, that's when he's a punk. Yeah, but no one's calling him a punk. He's like, hey, well, I will. Hey, good Carlos job, Mets. Carrera. But, but there's no doubt, though, that, that Steve Cohen and the Mets punked the hell out of the Giants, right? Carlos Correa, his agent, punked the hell out of the Giants. And it happened on the day the Yankees <laughs> announced the extension and introduced uh, Aaron, Aaron Judge as the captain, the 16th captain in franchise history. So Steve Cohen punked the Giants and punked the Yankees. Who got punked more? Mario Cristobal, the Giants, or the Yankees today? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Tweeted us at KLV1063. She's Jeanette Javier, the Dominican Queen. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN1063. <laughs> National Signing Day here on ESPN 106.3 after we wrap up at 2 o'clock. It is you and Cyrus, right, Stone? That's right. Stone Lebanowicz, Cyrus Wittig at 2 o'clock. Go until 4, and then Brian McLovin Rowett has you 4 to 6 here on ESPN 106.3. We are straight through all day National Signing Day coverage on your home for high school sports in Palm Beach County and the Treasure Coast, ESPN 106.3. Brightline is your home for stress-free travel. Brightline is your home for getting treated the right way. Brightline is your home for mocking those who were caught in gridlock traffic. Because when you get on that big yellow train, all of your stress speeds away. That's Brightline. And it's arrived in Boca Raton. The all-new Boca station is open. Get a rapid rail service to and from Brightline's new Boca station, along with stops, of course, in West Palm, Fort Lauderdale, Miami, and now Aventura. Brightline, the best way to skip traffic. Get to the game on time. Take Brightline from West Palm Beach, now Boca Raton, to see the Miami Heat, the buzzer beater train. By the way, the Heat lost last night. I mean, just deplorable. I mean, come on. They, Five home losses. They can't shoot the basketball. It's just Max Struess is washed. <laughs> the Miami Marlins, the Polar Express ride where you can experience the classic children's story come to life 
and so much more. Visit GoBrightline.com. Book your ride now. Limited fares starting at just $10. GoBrightline.com. The Brightline high-speed experience now with their brand-new Boca Raton station. Go to Brightline.com. Get the free Brightline app. Why don't we take a break? We'll come back. We'll bring in the brains on a national signing day. He is Palm Beach County Sports Hall of Famer. He is business mogul. He is all-time family man and youth coach extraordinaire. We pick his brain and let you do it as well every single week. Steve Politziner, ask Steve's when we come back. She's the Dominican queen, Jeanette Javier. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach. You are listening to Ken LaBecca Live on ESPN 106.3. National Signing Day. Canes fans, if you were pumped about Cormani McClain signing today, no. Not so much. No. His mom tweeted, nope, nope, nope. Sorry for the miscommunication or the inconvenience. Cormani's not signing today. Thanks, Mom. Yeah, I appreciate you, Mom. By the way, can we go back to Andrew Ivins 247? The way he framed, or the way two not he, but the way 247 framed this whole thing made Cromani McLean sound real bad. Like starting with, oh, we were just wondering if he was sleeping, but his mom weighed in, said he's not signing today. Like, what is that all about? Here's here's the way that 247 reported Cromani McLean not signing to Miami today. Very much awake. What is she saying? Andrew? Yeah, she just tweeted like, out. I don't. That I don't understand. Let's go from the beginning, it. right? From the the very beginning. What What is the point of the woman? Like, listen to what she asks. We got Cormani McLean news. Emily, I'm tossing it back to you. All right, thank you guys. We told you we were keeping an eye on what was happening with Cormani McLean. We thought perhaps he was asleep. His mother, like, though, very much anything? awake. What, what is, is she saying? What does that yeah, have to do with anything? We thought maybe he was asleep. Was he supposed to sign this morning? So. Yeah, that was the intent. So, but he's she's insinuating maybe he overslept. He's been committed for two months. Yeah, no. So it was kind of like, hey, he's sleeping. Like we're not doing this today. Like we're not signing today, guys. Or Sorry. it was our faxes coming in late because he didn't wake up. Either way, it was just weird. Like it was meant to like make Cormani McLean look bad. Tr- trust me, if his fax was coming in today, we would know. All right, it'd be the third five. Does star. Does he even know what a fax is? That'd be the third five star of the class that would move them into. Which are already three that would move them into that two spot. The only time fax machines are still used is National Signing Day. <laughs> That's a fact. Yeah. And doctors. And yes, and and doctors. If, uh, college football coaches and doctors. Exactly. Yep. Ken Levick alive here on ESPN 106.3. Uh, so Carmani McLean, uh, it, it's sort of Mario Cristobal got a bit punked, right? Like Carmani McLean, and it's still a strong Canes class. Like they've gotten some dudes that have signed today, right? But Cormani McLean not showing up to a Miami visit this past weekend and then not signing today, and his mom makes the announcement. Like, if you're Mario Cristobal, you're probably feeling a bit punked by by Cormani, right? In a sense, but at the same time, no, you can just look at Cormani as the punk in this situation. I see. I, I don't like. I'm th- with Stone on that. I don't that. like 100%. that though. Like this dude, he's 17, 18 years old. Not all right. That- but we have a 17-year-old who's shopping for the biggest bag. Is that a- what's happening, though? Do you know he's shopping around for NIL? I think 100% that's what's going on. When you're down to Alabama, Miami, the Florida Gators, and you're the number one recruit in the class, yeah, at this point, and Dion's getting involved, and you want to see so how much cash Dion's throwing around, yeah, you're shopping. 247 is reporting that Dion Sanders has contacted the McLean family, and that might be the holdup with the signing in Miami, that Colorado's coming in hot, Dion's coming in hot. 
he posted on Cormani's. Uh, he commented on Cormani's Instagram page too. Really? Yeah. He uh, said, "Dion, getting in those menchies." I ain't hard to find. That's what he said. What did he Dion, say? I ain't hard to find. <laughs> Dion, dude. Dion, dude. And at this point, Cormani's <laughs> like, "Hey, if you're not hard to find, you know what we're talking about." All right. You know what's that price? But again, like I understand. But does that make him a punk? Because he's trying to get his back. I, I hear you on that. I do hear you. I on get that. both sides, but for me, there is something. Congrats to him on busting his ass to have the opportunity to go between Alabama, UM, now Dion, and Colorado. He's a program changer. For sure. But at the same time, I do believe that there's a sense of ego about it, too. You have an amazing sure. opportunity. As there being should a, be. Being a, a, yeah, but not to the point where you're ghosting everybody. <laughs> but think about it. If this is a life-changing decision, and this is the problem with an early signing like, day in December. Honestly, who are you to ghost Nick Saban and Mario Cristobal? He's a, I don't know. They've a, been trying to kiss his ass, so I that's leverage, man. Sure. I'd do it. I wanted to say this earlier. If I were to give him a percent on the chances of him going to the NFL, I'd give him a 70%. So at this point, they are kissing now? his ass because he will play two, maybe three years at one of these schools and then immediately but go it, to the So draft. if that's the case, if if you think he has a 70% chance of going to the NFL, like where if you were to choose between Miami, Alabama, and Colorado for Carmani McClain, you've got all this natural talent. Like Obviously, I think we'd pick Alabama as the place if you want to get to the NFL for sure. That's where you go. Yeah, because he's a starter, right? You'd be a starter. Day one. Okay. At Alabama. Think about that. Day one. Alabama just creates pros, right? But if he's so naturally talented, like that gifted, does he have to go to Alabama to get his NFL shot? Very well put. That is the question that he's asking. It doesn't matter. That's why we saw Travis Hunter dip on Florida State and go to Jackson State because it doesn't matter where he's at. Eventually, he's going to be in the National Football League. So, yeah, it's yeah, do, do you want to be a legend and create a legacy and build this Miami program back up to the top and be the leader of that, per se, with a really okay. good, good class? Okay. Or do you want to get coached by one of the best secondary coaches in the history of the sport, Nick Saban, and go to Alabama? Do you want to go be a part of the Dion show and go to Dion? You're shopping at this point. Or He's do fake. you just want to make a bunch of money? Or do you want to make a m- bunch of money quick, knowing you're already going to the NFL and that million-dollar tag? But then you would go to Alabama still. Or, well, I guess Miami. Miami. Or, or Miami. Yeah. And be a part of something epic. Old Johnny Mi- R signing those checks. Miami has a lot of money. <laughs> That's interesting. That is super. Like, Carmani McLean is fascinating to me. Like, fascinating to me because. There are so many different ways to look at it. But that's why I don't like characterizing, like, oh, this kid kind of being a punk right now. Yeah, sure, he's being kind of a punk. What 17-year-old kid isn't a punk? And when you're that good, that talented, why wouldn't you Why wouldn't you shop around a little bit? But, but if he's that talented, and Stone, you're saying he's day one, right? He is a day one guy. Yes, sir. A day one guy. In Alabama. Which At Alabama, something. he'd be a day one guy. So you can either – he's got a choice between legacy – being a part of the U legacy, he has an opportunity to play for the greatest coach in the history of college football in Nick Saban, or he has a chance to play for arguably the greatest corner, and he is a corner, the greatest corner yep. that has ever played in football history in Deion Sanders at Colorado, you know he's and using that be a part too. of the, the revolutionary, never-seen-before-Deion show that's there in Boulder. Like they, they, So, all right. So it's down to legacy, uh, legacy, greatness, notoriety. Clout. Yeah, which legacy, is clout. greatness, clout. Which one are you picking if you're Cormani McLean and bag? 
Legacy, greatness, clout, and the bag. Those are the fourth. Hold on. Let me write those down so I don't forget them. Carmody McClanahan comes down to legacy, greatness, clout, and the bag. So those four things, that's our checklist. What's the school Carmody McClain should choose? Like legacy, Miami, I suppose. Yes. Yes. Alabama can make Stone it. Yes. Framed it. Yes. You go in, you're going to change the program under Mario's name, which they need yeah. to change right now. Be part of the be and part of the U, Ray, Ray Lewis and Ed Reed. And it all would that be stuff. something UM fans look back at. What was the time that changed UM football when we brought Cromani and he worked with Mario? Greatest coach of all time, Nick Saban. You're going to be a pro. You're going to the draft. You're going to be a first rounder, undoubtedly, if you go to play at Alabama. People right? literally dream of that. The clout. Like, that's Dion. Dion, you know that Cromani McClain, Travis Hunter, they're going to be all over his Instagram. They're going to be on well-off productions. They're going to be doing that entire thing, right? Corner to corner, like it's... Yeah, 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 exactly. My protege. And in this sense, I think clout and legacy go hand in hand because if you are a part of the Dion show and it works out, right, and you go to a Pac-12 championship game, if you go to a bowl game and leave in two years, you'll never be forgotten. Whatever documentary they do at Colorado, he's up front. He's on the the first episode, and he's on the last episode, and he's the main character of that show. But then there's the back, and Alabama, per 247, hands out the most NIL money of any program in the country. But you got Big Pockets Ruiz down there in Coral Gables. Um, uh, When he's not trolling other fan bases on Twitter, he's writing checks. Uh, with Life Wallet, uh, that that that's helping to fund these kids, uh, and, and we don't know Dion's NIL capabilities yet, but I have to imagine at some point it's going to be strong, right? Strong, strong. For sure, the hype's already there. Yeah, this is next level leverage that we're seeing but from a teenager. Th- but this is what I'm saying, though. Why wouldn't that teenager? Is it a little bit shady the way it's gone about, where you don't hear from him, <laughs> he doesn't show up to a, to, to visits, uh, he's ghosting Saban, and then his mom tweets up, oh, "No signing today." Is that shady? Sure, but is it wrong for him to throw some clout around and some leverage around? No way. Because a point, though. That's why not is, wrong. Why is your mom making the announcement that you're not saying? Why couldn't you be a man and do it? Because that's mom. That's his mom. He's still a kid. He's 17, 18 years old. That's, that, but that's your decision as a child. Hey, but, but it's not. You don't know better. I, if I was 17 years old and I, I had to announce something uncomfortable and people are depending on me and I'm just not ready to do something, I would certainly put my mom. I'd put Please. Joyce out yeah. front and say, by the way, happy birthday, Joyce LaVica. Happy oh, birthday, oh, my mom. Happy birthday. No, my mom is the complete opposite. My mom is like, this is your decision. This, Handle it I yourself. don't want to do anything. Yeah. You you are creating you are creating the drama. You got to go through it. But as a teenager, you're, he's not willing to comprehend that. Hey, we have leverage here. Like John Ruiz, the Miami booster, is willing to probably up that check a million dollars, a couple hundred thousand. If we get Dion in the mix, if we throw Dion's name in there, is Ruiz going to pump up this check? Is Saban going to get involved? And some of these boosters going to help you out for the Crimson Tide? It's, it, it's gnarly stuff. I don't know, but think about this though too. Proud young. Black man going to play for one of the few black coaches left in Division I college football, a man who's trying to revolutionize the sport. That in and of itself, there's some allure there as well. For sure. There's definitely some allure there as well. Um, Mr. Bill11 on Twitter, he said, like, let's not forget that some of these kids, their parents grow up idolizing Prime, Deion Sanders. Like, don't think that that doesn't come into play. Oh, man, like, he, he was the epitome of swag. Yeah, the Dion influence, I think, on people of a certain age is strong. For so sure. So I don't know. I, I, I don't, but I, I just, I don't want to undercut this kid. And like, I think it's easy for us on a national signing day when a kid's wavering or a kid flips or a, a kid like today with Carmani McClain uh, says, I'm not ready. I'm not ready. And yeah, 
it's sketchy the way he's behaved the last couple of weeks. But to to just outright say, ah, this kid, uh, what a what a fool. Like, oh, what a punk. I, I don't like that because, again, when I was 17 and nobody was pining for me for anything at age 17, okay? <laughs> so I have no idea what it's like to be Carmani McClain, but I know that I would be sketchy and shady and unreliable as well in every walk of life at age 17. I know I would because I was. And I love that from you. What if this kid is really going through it right now? What if he actually yeah. doesn't know what he wants to do, where he wants to go, who he wants to partner up with? But what I'm curious, when it comes to being a coach now and someone who's trying to recruit him, do you look at his behavior the last couple of weeks where he's skipping out on visits, he's not returning messages, everything laid up by 247? Is that a red flag? I think it is, absolutely. Says a lot about character. I don't know. I don't know. And and I think there are a lot of people in the football world that would agree with you and a lot of fans that would agree with you. But maybe my flaw is that I'm way too willing to give benefit of the doubt to to high schoolers. I'm not in the recruiting game. I just call the games, man. Yeah, in a day and age where we call this a teenager's biggest decision of their life, you got to respect him wavering. You got to show him some of that respect. Yes, but to a point. Not to a point, but this but is to, to a point. This you is, cap it when you start ghosting. But this these is big name coaches. This is to Ken's point. This is early signing day. This is what we call today early signing day. It's early for a reason. He's not ready. He's not ready. Do you think it's disrespectful to Miami? Do you think it's disrespectful to Miami that he didn't he didn't sign a day? I think, and especially after not showing up to the visit. I think not showing up to the visit, it, posting it, throwing to you after winning the state championship. Yeah, he ro- did do that, which and, was just a couple days ago. That was dis- that's disrespectful. And he was rocking the Miami gloves. No, I don't think it's disrespectful to Miami because the class is already really strong. Now, if he was the front runner of that class and he was the only reason that this but, fan base had any hope, yeah, it'd be a little disrespectful. But there's two five stars on. They're bringing in left and right four stars. Like this class is top five in the they're country. They're top five right without now. him. Right? Without him. Yeah. Yeah, I still think it's disrespectful from like person to person, mano to mano, you thing situation. You you're putting bloated. a lot. You're putting a lot on a child. Well, sir, he's in a big position. You have to step up to the game. Sure. Um, let's go to Nana Crystal. Nana Crystal joins us here on Ken Levick Alive. What's up, Nana Crystal? Man, Ken, people who haven't been through this have no idea. Yeah. My grandson was very, very, very highly recruited out of South Florida. I will not say his name because I don't want anybody to know about it. Yeah, sure. But anyway, there are things that these coaches do that you have no idea. Yeah. Yeah. They 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 do things, they try to date the mother to see if that'll help influence you don't have no idea the stuff that goes on in this business. And so a child has a lot of things to deal with when going through this. And one of the things, there's so many things they have to discover, you know, and pay attention to because go over the history of not just because his name is Nick Saban, but look at the kids that come out of there, even though they do go to the NFL. How come they're so injury prone? How things change when you get there? Everybody's on your, you know. Yeah, sure. Sure. Jack or whatever you want to say now. But when you get to the school, you become one of. Mm-hmm. Can you handle that? Right. Right. You're, everybody's a star. Everybody's a five-star, whatever, when you get there. And all that flirting and courting stops yeah. when you get to the school. Yeah. So you have to know, is your, and then you also have to know the personality of the coach. 
does your personality deal with? Can you deal with a hollering coach? Can you deal with a coach that you're just a number and you don't have a name? You know, you got to check all that stuff out before you go. Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's not very easy. No. It's very hard. It's extremely hard, and it's pressure-packed. And appreciate the call, Nana Crystal. No, absolutely. This is why I don't like the December signing day, though. Because Carmani McLean would still have, now that his high school football season is over, he would have, what, like six weeks before actual signing day to figure it out, to decompress. Like He's coming right off of his high school football season where they won a state championship, by the way. So he's dealing with that, and then he's got Cristobal saying, hey, come down to Miami. Or Saban saying, hey, flying to Tuscaloosa. All right, that's not easy. It's not easy at all. And after he won that state championship game, there was a clip of him that went viral of him waving goodbye to the fans of the other team and the other team. And he's so in the spotlight, Jeanette. And you talk about kind of judging a 17-year-old kid that that clip went viral and they started to deem him having attitude problems, right? And behavioral issues. And that's just because he was unfair, waving goodbye. No, it's no, just unfair. So doing, I, I, I think I, that's unfair. That's just a guy enjoying his moment that yeah. he absolutely deserved. Just There's a, a difference. Yeah. yeah, but a lot of people were calling him the P word, the punk for stuff like no, that. No, 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 no. That stuff, and, have fun, enjoy. That's your moment. And with what you're saying, you would parlay that with not showing up on your official visit. Well, you no, schedule. because that involves other people, though. But Stone, Stone, Stone's the one who called him a punk, though. Yeah. Or said it was a punk move. Yeah. Like, so he's trying to project that onto you. You've Typical said you think Stone. there's character issues, and you've said that, but Stone also said it might be a punk move on his part. I just think, I wouldn't blame Mario Cristobal for feeling punked today, but again, I have a hard time going to that place when the kids, he's not even 18 yet, right? He's still 17? Yeah, I'm not i am not too sure. Fine, we'll say 17, 18. We'll, yeah. we'll look it up, and, but... But, uh, I mean, it is bold to, uh, sorry, Nick, I'm not coming. Sorry, Nick Saban. Sorry, greatest of all time. I'm not going to pop in. Uh, Mario, uh, I'm not going to come in this weekend. Nope, 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 not going to happen. And then, Mom, I'm not going to. But, again, the 247 clip, like, it's just so, like, dismissive of Cormani McClain where they're like, oh, we thought maybe he slept in. Maybe he was sleeping. Like, that, that. (laughs) <laughs> the context of that sounds like they're trying to be like, oh, lazy kid, lazy kid, uh, undependable kid. And maybe he is, but that's not for them to project. I don't know. I think we're just going down a slippery slope if we're like, oh, punk move, punk move. Because, man, that dude might be overwhelmed. He might be overwhelmed. Damon's in Delray. What's up, Damon? Hey, what's up, buddy? That that lady that called in a couple before me, mm-hmm. she was right on the head, by the way. Yep. That lady knows what she's talking about. Um my opinion, Ken, just real quick, is I don't know the kid's situation, but as long as you're in a major conference going against top-notch competition, you know, the scouts, they don't care what school you go to. I mean, yes, Alabama is, you know, a football factory, but the money, the bag, as you put it, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, that that can make a big difference in a kid like that's life. You know, I mean, a seven-figure check can be life-changing and i think that's you know that's fair for these kids to look at that how you know they need to, if they can get paid by one school a lot more than another god bless them take it yeah the, the way i look at this and appreciate the call damon you've got a guy in carlos correa okay who was literally like six seconds away from having a press conference mm-hmm. to be introduced by the san francisco giants and what did he do he in the spirit of national signing day decommitted on signing day, on introduction day to the Giants, and he chased the bag to go to play for the Mets. 
He went across the entire damn country and chased the bag to be a part of the Mets. Okay? So if Carlos Correa can do it, why can't 17-year-old Carmody McLean do it? And we don't even know if he's chasing the bag. I mean, you have to assume in this era that that's probably part of it. But, man, Carlos Correa just did the same thing. He just did the same thing, and they got a press conference scheduled to introduce him. Like, that's the same thing. No one's calling Carlos Correa punk. I was just saying, we commend him for that move. Yeah, like, bro, it's free market. Capitalism. Capitalistic market. Hey, man, capitalism, Major League Baseball. It's what you do. It's America. Chase the dream. Like, that's what we're doing. We'll be, like, again, oh, 17 Was he flirting with the Mets while he was trying to sign with the Giants? Well, certainly because seems like it. So that's, that's when he's a punk. Yeah, but no one's calling him a punk. He's like, hey, well, I will. Hey, good Carlos job, Mets. Carrera. But, but there's no doubt, though, that, that Steve Cohen and the Mets punked the hell out of the Giants, right? Carlos Correa, his agent, punked the hell out of the Giants. And it happened on the day the Yankees <laughs> announced the extension and introduced uh, Aaron, Aaron Judge. Judge as the captain, the 16th captain in franchise history. So Steve Cohen punked the Giants and punked the Yankees. Who got punked more? Mario Cristobal, the Giants, or the Yankees today? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Tweeted us at KLV1063. She's Jeanette Javier, the Dominican Queen. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN1063. <laughs> National Signing Day here on ESPN 106.3 after we wrap up at 2 o'clock. It is you and Cyrus, right, Stone? That's right. Stone Lebanowicz, Cyrus Wittig at 2 o'clock. Go until 4, and then Brian McLovin Roatan's you 4 to 6 here on ESPN 106.3. We are straight through all day National Signing Day coverage on your home for high school sports in Palm Beach County and the Treasure Coast, ESPN 106.3. Brightline is your home for stress-free travel. Brightline is your home for getting treated the right way. Brightline is your home for mocking those who were caught in gridlock traffic. Because when you get on that big yellow train, all of your stress speeds away. That's Brightline. And it's arrived in Boca Raton. The all-new Boca station is open. Get a rapid rail service to and from Brightline's new Boca station, along with stops, of course, in West Palm, Fort Lauderdale, Miami, and now Aventura. Brightline, the best way to skip traffic. Get to the game on time. Take Brightline from West Palm Beach, now Boca Raton, to see the Miami Heat, the buzzer beater train. By the way, the Heat lost last night. I mean, just deplorable. I mean, come on. They, Five home losses. They can't shoot the basketball. It's just Max Struess is washed. <laughs> the Miami Marlins, the Polar Express ride where you can experience the classic children's story come to life and so much more. Visit GoBrightline.com. Book your ride now. Limited fares starting at just $10. GoBrightline.com. The Brightline high-speed experience now with their brand-new Boca Raton station. Go to Brightline.com. Get the free Brightline app. Why don't we take a break? We'll come back. We'll bring in the brains on a national signing day. He is Palm Beach County Sports Hall of Famer. He is business mogul. He is all-time family man and youth coach extraordinaire. We pick his brain and let you do it as well every single week. Steve Politziner, ask Steve's when we come back. She's the Dominican Queen, Jeanette Javier. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. <laughs>
National Signing Day here on ESPN 106.3 after we wrap up at 2 o'clock. It is you and Cyrus, right, Stone? That's right. Stone Labanowicz, Cyrus Wittig at 2 o'clock. Go until 4, and then Brian McLovin Rowett has you 4-6 to six here on ESPN 106.3. We are straight through all day National Signing Day coverage. On your home for high school sports in Palm Beach County and the Treasure Coast, ESPN 106.3. Brightline is your home for stress-free travel. Brightline is your home for getting treated the right way. Brightline is your home for mocking those who are caught in gridlock traffic. Because when you get on that big yellow train, all of your stress speeds away. That's Brightline. And it's arrived in Boca Raton. The all-new Boca station is open. Get a rapid rail service to and from Brightline's new Boca station, along with stops, of course, in West Palm, Fort Lauderdale, Miami, and now Aventura. Brightline, the best way to skip traffic. Get to the game on time. Take Brightline from West Palm Beach, now Boca Raton, to see the Miami Heat, the buzzer beater train. By the way, the Heat lost last night. I mean, just deplorable. I mean, come on. They, Five home losses. They can't shoot the basketball. It's just Max Struess is washed. <laughs> the Miami Marlins, the Polar Express ride where you can experience the classic children's story come to life and so much more. Visit GoBrightline.com. Book your ride now. Limited fares starting at just $10. GoBrightline.com. The Brightline High Speed Experience now with their brand new Boca Raton station. Go to Brightline.com. Get the free Brightline app. Why don't we take a break? We'll come back. We'll bring in the brains on a national signing day. He is Palm Beach County Sports Hall of Famer. He is business mogul. He is all-time family man and youth coach extraordinaire. We pick his brain and let you do it as well every single week. Steve Politziner, ask Steve's when we come back. She's the Dominican queen, Jeanette Javier. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3.